0: Hi everyone, my name is Melissa Lee and I'm a health coach who targets women with PCOS and women in general who wants to achieve stubborn weight loss. I do my best work when I work with PCOS urban women in their 30s who are embarrassed about their weight but want to feel comfortable in their bodies and are able to lose stubborn weight naturally. In this podcast, we talk about various topics including why stubborn weight loss is so hard to achieve. If this is you, definitely put this in the podcast list because one episode will be released every single week. Hi, welcome back to part three of how to regulate your periods without going on the birth control pill. Before we get started, I just want to ask you to do a really great, uh, a simple favor. Um, if you go to Apple Podcasts, I will be so grateful if you could leave, leave a five-star review for this podcast. The more reviews I get, the better chances my information will be disseminated to more people and more women would understand this more. So if you have the chance, I would really appreciate it if you go to Apple Podcasts, search for Nourish and leave a review. So today's topic is, is your exercise causing period irregularities? So there's a misunderstanding that more exercise can help your body be in optimal shape. Yes, exercise is wonderful in so many ways, but are you doing the right type that is suited for your body? And most importantly, today we'll be visiting the concept of over-exercising. And I know you know what I mean. A lot of PCOS women who want to lose weight, and even people who don't have PCOS, They want to lose weight and they always come to me for more exercise and um, wanting to know how much calories to eat. And to be honest, calories does play a part, exercise does play a part, but if you do too much and if you are unaware that you're doing too much, this can actually cause uh, more stress. And we will learn today how this impact of stress can have detrimental effects on your periods. So let's talk about stress first. Stress is actually beneficial for us and it's essential for our survival. So our central nervous system consists of both the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system. The former, the sympathetic nervous system is activated in times of stress. So back in the primal days, this was when we're running away from a dangerous animal or we're fighting to survive natural disasters. We needed the release of neurotransmitters, epinephrine and norepinephrine, otherwise also known as adrenaline, to keep our muscles pumped, our blood flowing, and our muscles primed to act. And other systems like the reproductive system and the digestive system were being put lower on the priority list as a result. And this is really important because if you're trying to regulate your periods in order to try and conceive, stress can play a really big role in not giving the reproductive system the hormones that it needs. So in our modern day society, if you're stressed chronically, daily, uh, over you know small little things, anything that affects you at work, in your environment, in your family, with friendships, whatever that continuously um, uh, um, causes you to be stressed, um, it will get cortisol or stress hormone to be released um, more often. And cortisol is actually being prioritized over stressful times over progesterone. So just recall: progesterone is the pregnancy hormone. It is the hormone that gets your uterus prime for implantation by increasing the thickness of the endometrium. And so if you know progesterone kind of gets like put aside when your body's like ready to fight and flight, when it thinks you're always stressed all day, then obviously your periods are going to be wonky, it's not going to be um, regulated very well. So sources of low-grade chronic stress, as I said, it comes from poor nutrition, lack of sleep, nutritional deficiencies, food sensitivities, inflammation in your digestive tracts. if you're not pooping every day, exposure to heavy metals and toxins like pesticides, Um, and even toxins from like your beauty products and your cosmetic products, loneliness, a disconnect from community, high standards of pushing ourselves to do better. You know, you have a mindset of like low self-worth and scarcity and all of this, even mentally and emotionally can cause your body to undergo a lot of stress. And it's no wonder that many women find themselves infertile And even if you're not trying to have children, it is really important to have progesterone being released because it balances out estrogen, which reduces PMS symptoms, and it is our calming, relaxing hormone. It is the hormone which drives us to spend more time with our hearts and listen to our intuition. So definitely you do want progesterone. And fun fact here, progesterone actually helps us to sleep because when it's being released, it increases the neurotransmitter GABA, which is like um, the inhibitory neurotransmitter that helps us to be relaxed. So in our brain, if we have a disbalance, if we have too much stimulatory neurotransmitter called glutamate, we won't be able to fall asleep easily and we won't be able to stay asleep as easily. So stress affects our periods, how? So too much stress and release of cortisol can suppress our reproductive hormones leading to an ovulation, which is the lack of ovulation. So without ovulation, there is no progesterone and you don't actually have a proper period. So note, a stress has been associated with absence of periods, heavy cramping, delayed or prolonged periods by affecting the follicular phase. So the very first phase in your menstrual cycle so let's talk about the parasympathetic nervous system that system is the mode where everything gets kind of toned down and is vital for automatic processes to take place via the vagus nerve so for example when we sleep our heartbeats um, get slower we breathe deeper our digestion improves our our detoxification organs get to work. And so this is the mode where you actually wanna be most of the time, especially at night. So taking that into account, right? The impact of stress on our bodies, how stress can affect our period because it, um, you know, causes a lower level of progesterone being released, how does exercise come into play? So exercise is actually considered a source of stress on the body. And this might be a shock to you because whenever we lift weights, we, you know, we apply external resistance to our muscles. We think that they're building, but actually they're breaking down, right? The muscle fibers break down and actually during the recovery process, they build up again. So applying this to the bigger picture, our entire body's under stress when we're doing activities like spinning, cycling bar, HIIT, hiking, and more. And everyone has a threshold to how much exercise or work they can do before the body starts to break down. So obviously, you know, you have to know your own limits. And when we're in the mindset of like, I need to exercise, I need to lose weight, I need to do this, I need to do, 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 do. um, It's very easy to cross this threshold without knowing and pretty soon you would You know you will feel like your period is disappearing or you have more pms symptoms and you have trouble falling asleep and all these kind of things so i have come across many women who have done strenuous activity like train for a marathon or crossfit and they actually end up not getting their periods so recall again how cortisol is being prioritized in production over progesterone and this may cause their periods to um, not come or become irregular because of intensive activity. So what is most important here is to combine these activities. So, you know, I'm not saying women cannot be athletes, right? So obviously you do, you can do whatever you need, especially in the follicular and ovulatory phase. But during the luteal and menstrual phase, it's really, really important to give yourself permission to let go and have proper rest and recovery. So make sure to add in Pilates, meditation, slow walks, and yoga to help with the stress of exercise by incorporating mindfulness. Mindful movement is missing in so many people's routines and I really encourage you to be open and learn more about it. In addition, eating enough to sustain the level of activity you do is also important. So this is a word on hypothalamic amenorrhea, HA, and it's a condition where your periods are actually absent due to too much exercising or under eating and under eating of carbohydrates. So this is a really, really big concept to understand because a lot of people are adopting like low-carb diets, keto diets, and exercising too much. And then you, you know, you don't even feel anything. Like you don't feel your weight is coming off or you're just losing too little or it comes off and then it remains stagnant. Chances are it might work a little bit or it might not work at all. And then your hormones are just going crazy right now because your body always thinks that, oh my God, you are so stressed from all the intensive activity and then you're not eating enough carbs um, or eating enough in general and your body thinks it's going into a famine. So obviously your body's going to cling onto your body fat even more to ensure you to, to survive so all of this i just want if the biggest takeaway you have for this um episode today i just want you to realize that your body is actually designed to help you survive so whatever lifestyle choices we make think about it if this choice you know to your body does it make it think that you are stressed right that you are thriving or are you just surviving I just wanna take a quick moment to talk to you about modern fertility. If you are someone who wants to get pregnant real soon or if you're anyone in your age 20s or 30s, if you wanna have kids in the next five years, if you're considering freezing your eggs or if you suspect your hormones are imbalanced such as if you have PCOS or if you actually went off birth control, Um, I would encourage you to look up Modern Fertility. Modern Fertility is actually a comprehensive fertility hormone test for women that you can take at home. The online experience includes a physician-reviewed personalized report, access to weekly webinars, and actually a free one-to-one consultation with a fertility nurse. I love Modern Fertility and... They are incredible because they are giving us women a super easy at-home test, which costs only $159, when, when it is so much more expensive to go to a fertility clinic and get that same hormone test for more than $1,500. So with Modern Fertility, this test actually gives you access to the information you need to help to plan ahead and navigate the world of fertility. All tests are conducted in a certified lab and Modern Fertility's team of physicians and clinical advisors lead some of the nation's top fertility clinics. With modern fertility, if you're currently pregnant or breastfeeding, the hormone test will not work for you. And if you're over 45 years old, this will not work for you either. I'm really excited to share with you about this test because for women with PCOS, we have a lower chance or we seem to have a lower chance of conceiving. And having this test, knowing exactly where your hormones levels are, and knowing how good your egg reserve is, will actually give you a clearer mental picture of whether you can conceive or not. And if your chances are low, heck, you can actually kind of plan, a, you can plan ahead, right? You can plan two or three years ahead. So the modern facility, fertility test will actually tell you if you have more or less eggs than average, and what you can expect from egg freezing and IVF, and actually how your hormone levels relate to PCOS, which is what 1 in 10 women have. And the overall result is you have a broader clarification and understanding of your general hormone health. So modern fertility, it depends, it goes on 8 fertility hormones that they test. And if you aren't sure and you're not ready to buy, you can always go to modernfertility.com where you can take a quiz to receive more information about it and go straight to kind of building your own timeline tool on the website. So basically inputting your your age and how many kids you want, and they will actually give you a timeline of when you should be thinking of conceiving in order to get the specific goal. How cool is that? And the best thing about modern fertility is that you get support from the modern community where you can find women supporting women regarding their own personal fertility journeys. I for one am so excited to share my modern fertility results with you. I recently got my test in the kit and I'm waiting for day three of my period to actually do the test at home and send it back to the lab. So for more information, and if you're ready to dive deep and want to get your own modern fertility test kit, you can get 10% off. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash to get your kit. Once again, go to modernfertility.com slash to get your modern fertility kit today. So a fun note here, yoga tends to be seen as focused on stretching and physical postures. However, yoga is actually a philosophy and it has many branches, including pranayama, which is breath work, paying attention to our energies, which is our chakras, finding your emotional blocks, and actually living in a way that is kind and nourishing to the world. And... Some people actually have um, emotional release during yoga time, and I have felt that sometimes. So it can be a really nice, consistent practice if you're into it or if you're new to it. I definitely would not um, avoid it unless you have tried it. So in this episode, in the show notes, I have included various articles about stress and weight gain, stress and your sex hormones, adrenal fatigue, and some resources to actually help you get into a slower pace of life, including journaling, yoga... Um, I also gave you a code for this kind of essential oils and also yoga poses for menstruation. So definitely get into the show notes and find all that you need. And also, I just wanted to remind you to leave me a podcast review because that would really help me to disseminate this information more on Apple Podcasts. And stay tuned for the next episode.